0: Hey, you guys. I am so glad to have our special guest on Space Between. If you guys have not heard about Brooks Huntley, you have been under several rocks because this guy is not only an amazingly talented artist, but he was a guest on Black Canvas already, and we kind of had a backstory about what he has done in music, how he's had his inspiration in singing, but now we finally get the opportunity to hear him sing live. And when you hear him sing his four songs, you're going to be like, wow, I cannot believe... But this guy, first of all, is not one of the biggest country artists that's out there yet because he has the voice, the talent, the ability. But you're going to really fall in love with what he is able to present in his lyrical content as well as just his tone. I am a huge fan of Brooks. He knows that. I'm just so glad that he's here on Space Between. And we thank you so much, Brooks, for being here.
1: Real to be here, brother. I uh, love getting the chance to talk to you
0: again. Well, you know, the great thing about Brooks is he's right. We do talk as much as we can, but I know he's busy. I'm busy, but I'm just glad that y'all get an opportunity to hear him sing because that's the one thing that you are known for is your amazing voice. So I really want to talk about your first song, which you will be performing, which is called First Time. Can you tell us what went into the lyrics Mm -hmm. of this song? And can you tell us when did you actually release it?
1: Yeah, this one came out, um, I guess in December of last year. So it's, it's my newest release. Um, uh, it basically came about from a dream that I had, uh, in short where I was, I'm a pretty vivid dreamer, uh, which is something that I really like. I like that. I have a lot of very picturesque and visual dreams. And this is a unique dream where I was kind of uh, probably six or seven years old in my dream. And I'd never had a dream from a younger me's perspective before. Um, But I had a dream that I was having my very first ice cream cone again. And I remember waking up the next morning and thinking, man, I got to experience my first ice cream cone for the second time. And uh, I thought, man, there's probably a lot of things in life that I would love to experience a second time. And it's a shame that the first time is always the best time or, you know, often the best time that you get to experience anything. And you don't even know what's happening until it's already happened. And so there was this experience where, I thought about what it's going to be like to, uh, to fall in love with my forever person. And I thought, man, I'm, I'm probably not even going to see it coming. And then one day I'll look back on it and realize that it's never going to quite be the same as it was the first time. Although since writing that song, I think I've come to believe that you can reinvent the magic in new ways. But there is really nothing like that first time
0: i agree i mean i actually one time i did an interview and i was asking questions and i asked the person first this and first that and we went through a lot of firsts and it was the, it was a great opportunity to kind of get rapid fire answers but it was like wow you just never think about like your first kiss your first time falling in love your first time having heartbreak like it's things like that you just don't think about until you're like in the moment like you say if it's a forever love or something you're like those are memories that you know will be hopefully a second third time that you can experience it or more but you just never really can recreate almost that first time because there's sometimes that nerves that's with it too that's Mm -hmm. cool so yeah well i'm excited to hear this one this is a really great song and if you guys have not heard it yet you're going to hear him perform it now but also please check him out on youtube stream his music but we're gonna have our first performance by Brooks, first time. Take it away, Brooks.
2: Well, I can still remember how it felt to be 16 in the driver's seat for the first time. I'll never forget buzz I got at a high school party doing whiskey shots for the first time There's only one thing that I wish I could go back and relive The only bad thing about you being mine is it'll never get the chance again to see you for the first time on that first night Little black dress that fit you just right, when your high heels in your hand. I've singing to a niggas cover band. It was the last time, yeah, the last time I'd ask any other girl to dance The only bad thing I'm about to be in mind Is that I'll never get the chance again To see you for the first time black well, I can still on my way back home Staring at your number on my phone for the first time the way time stops when I kissed you outside the restaurant for the first time now I wake up every morning with you by my side and I know I'm a lucky man the only bad thing about you being mine is that I'll never get the chance again to see you for the first time on that first night that little black dress The last time I'd ask any other girl to dance, the only bad thing about you being mine is it'll never get the chance.
0: That was great. (laughs) Thank you, bro. I was just telling Brooks earlier because we were kind of talking earlier before we started the interview. I said if I had a voice like that, like it's something about how smooth you remind me a lot of. I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Hunter is it Hunter Hayes? Am I correct? Okay, I wanted to make sure I was correct because um, yeah. I, I love his voice and it has that similar and then I loved Ryan Cabrera who was another artist I loved. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you for that, man. That's a, that's high praise. Right.
0: Well, I'm glad that you you took that and you're like, hey, I love that. I mean, Ryan Cabrera was, he was an underrated singer years ago and like, remember Jesse McCarthy is another one like that had mm. a really smooth voice that people forget. <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: Jesse McCarthy was like my first... Musical, like singer, uh, fascination. I remember being a kid and loving his voice, and that was way before I was ever a musician. I tried to sing like Jesse McCarty as a kid.
0: Well, just imagine someone like me at that age what was I, maybe like five, ten, five, ten African American trying to sing Jesse McCarty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't work out too well, but uh but I love Jesse McCarthy. I remember him when I was... I think She's No You, I think, was a song I used to really love that he sung. It was a really great one years ago.
1: Okay. Yeah, Beautiful Soul was the the anthem of my childhood.
0: Yes. I don't um, need another kiss. I don't need another one to hold. I, I can't remember the lyrics, but I, I don't want to butcher it. But yeah, Beautiful Soul was another great one. Yeah, I mean, see, we, we're going to put you on the spot one day, Brooks, and have you sing that one for sure.
1: <laughs> what is, hang on. Let's say... That's
0: it. I don't
2: want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone to hold
0: that one. <laughs> no, you're not gonna do that. I just know you didn't do that. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. See, he's gonna he's gonna give us snippets. See, next time I'm gonna tell him I'm putting him on the Dell next. But we're gonna get to his songs, you guys. So the next one we have is. Someone Else's I Do. So can you tell us like what went into that song?
1: Yes, Someone Else's I Do is really above all things, it's an apology song uh, because I live in Nashville and Nashville is a songwriting town. There was a girl that, that I was in love with and I you know really thought when I was about 20 years old that this girl was gonna probably be the one for me. And I brought her back home to Texas for, uh, to meet my family and for a wedding of a close friend of mine that was getting married down in Texas. And we had this amazing, like, first three, four days in Texas, meeting everybody, and it was this, this beautiful experience where I thought things were going to be going the direction. Hang on one second, I got a buddy running downstairs. Yo, you have I, a, I'm busy right now. On pickup, I don't know what it is. They're up of yours. You signed for it? No, they're collecting it. To send back. Oh, tell them to go away. Oh, yeah. Tell them I'll, I'll figure it out. Oh,
2: sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry about that, man. <laughs> No problem. No problem at all. All
1: right. Um, yeah, man, this, this song, it's, it's crazy. I brought her to Texas and we were doing this thing. And, uh, I remember going to this wedding and and looking to my side and and looking at this girl and we were holding hands. And I thought for some reason, as much as I was having a great time with her down in my hometown and as much as I knew I was in love with her, for some reason just knew I wasn't going to get married to this girl and I knew it wasn't going to be forever. And, uh, I ended up holding on to that for about three months and this relationship deteriorated and I felt terrible about not knowing how to handle that situation. But I thought this girl is incredible and, and she deserves a happy, a happy life. And so this is a song for me to her just saying like, hey, sorry about how I handled everything, but you're going to find a really happy life. And, and I'm really hoping that for you. And that's the heart of this song.
0: Well, I'm gonna make a quick joke for that. If any of our listeners are like, what was that? Don't worry about it. That was actually her finding his best friend. And that was his idea. Yes. Yeah, that was actually, it was all a skit.
1: It was part of my presentation.
0: That's all that was. And so that's why he said he couldn't sign for it. Because he was like, hey, that was a code word for, you know, I'm not with this.
1: Thank you for that perfect day, Girl. I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> it's okay. Like, I said, one thing about my show is I like to have a good time and things happen, and that's just a part of life. And in any live performer, they know. Like, I go back to some of the greatest live performers, and they've had so many mishaps. I'll use Beyonce as an example that time when she fell. And I don't know if that video ever surfaced again, but I'll never forget watching her fall down. I was like, oh my God. And and someone who's such a perfectionist like she was, I was like, I know she had to be frustrated, but you know, she got back up and, and performed. And that's just what we have to do in life. We just keep going.
1: Yep, it's uh, it's all a big metaphor for life, right? You just
0: pick up where you, where you left off and Absolutely. keep going. So if you're ready, we want to hear someone else's I do, if you can take it away for us.
1: Yes, sir.
2: My breath's scared to death, sitting here next to you. And holding your hands while we stand for the bride in the room. Whisper to me, that will be you in me someday soon. That's when I, 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 that's when I do Some lucky man Knows what's good for him Will sweep you off your feet Take you to Paris for a 14-care Get down on one knee i will watching pictures It'll love you the way I try to Cause baby you You're someone else's I do Well if there were signs I was blind we we driving so fast Some fairy tales we'd sell ourselves in Just the first drafts Stars in your eyes While I was dying in that church pew That's when all that's when all that's when all that's when I knew Some lucky man who knows what's good for him Will sweep you off your feet Take you to Paris for a 14 carry Get down on one knee i watch watching pictures And I love you the way I try to So baby, you You're someone else's I do, yeah off your feet. Take you to Paris for a 14 carry on one knee. I'm watching pictures and I love you the way I try to. Baby, you yeah, some lucky man who knows what's good then will sweep you off your feet. Take you to Paris for a 14 carry Get down on one knee. i watch watching pictures and I love you the way I try to baby you, you're so warm you're so
0: There we go. I like that one. Now, this is actually one song I haven't heard that you've performed. So this is my first time and I really enjoyed that one.
1: Thank you, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's recorded and I have no idea if or when it'll be released, but it's it's been recorded.
0: Wow, I like that one. It reminds me a lot. Like when you do the guitar licks, you have a mixture. Of my, this is just my opinion, you guys. I get a lot of John Mayer and like Eric Church, you know, like uh, Eric Chapman, excuse me. Um, I just experience just like when you perform, it's just like, it's otherworldly. Like you you really have a way of connecting the lyrics with the guitar. It is, I love, I love a good acoustic performance for sure.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, the, uh, the John Mayer thing is spot on. He's obviously, I mean, my biggest inspiration always has been, especially on the acoustic guitar.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean, John Mary' is just, uh, I don't know if he's from another planet or not, but I have never seen someone perform the way he does. He's just really great. He's not a normal person, I'll tell you that. Not at all. I mean, that the highest regard. I think we all do. Like, if we could just all sit in concert and just hear him, he's a person like you would have on a loop for 24 hours and you could never get tired of listening to.
1: He really is. I, I don't know what it is about his writing, but its it's just unique enough and just listenable enough that you, I mean... He's been my favorite artist for over a decade, and I'm still not tired of his music, and I never will be.
0: I won't either. I mean, I still think one of the most underrated performances that I just love is the one he did with Katy Perry, Who You Love. It's just something about that song. I play that at work all the time, like listening to it when I have a break, and it's just something about it that I just enjoy. I don't know.
1: Her voice on that song is so pure and raw. It's like a side of her that I had never heard before uh, she did that song. She's, she's got a beautiful voice, man
0: she does like i love the song she did for um daisy um like one of her newer songs yeah. and then she did another one um i've never won white i think is another one where which just such a great tone i mean she she's a great singer she really is so speaking of great singers we're going to talk about you and your singing so the next one we have is happy too so can you tell us about what went into this song
1: yeah. So this one is, uh, this is hopefully going to be the newest single of mine. This one is recorded and, and almost mixed and mastered. Um, basically this song is is about that same girl from someone else's I do. Um, where I ended up getting into about a year after we broke up, a year and a half after we broke up, uh, a situation where her and I ran into each other and we caught up. And I realized that this girl had gotten happy, um, and which is what I wanted. You know, that's what the last song was about. It was about me wanting her to have a happy life and, it so happened when I walked away from that conversation with her, you know, in my humanness. The first thing that I thought was I was pissed off that she was happy and I wasn't. And I remember being upset with her for getting happy without me. And as soon as I had that thought, I was like, where's this coming from, man? This is this is not <laughs> this isn't the way that I should be thinking about this. And I realized that it really wasn't that I was upset with her for being happy. It's it's that I was upset with myself for not being happy too. And I sort of sat on that thought for a few days. And the song poured out of me when I just decided, you know, I had given her all the grace that I needed to give her. And it was time to give myself some grace because I still felt like I had done so much wrong in that relationship. And there was so much shame and guilt wrapped up in it. And this was um, me trying to ease my own burden and and tell myself it's okay to start, you know, working towards getting happy as well.
0: I think that's a great way of looking at life of just like as we move on, even outside of an intimate relationship, just when you meet people who are successful. I think this is something even in the music industry, it's hard for some artists to be happy for other people when they're making success, successful journeys in their career. And I feel like this is a great sentiment, especially we have any younger listeners to know that you can can find happiness and support someone from a distance. But also find your own inner happiness so that way you can be proud of all the progress you've made in life. I think that's amazing that you were able to kind of look inward and say, hey, you know what? She She's done her time to find happiness. Now it's my time to, to redefine what happiness means to me. Yep. I love exactly that. Yeah, man. So I was actually going to change your name, Brooks. I'm going to call you Brooks, <laughs> a.k.a. Brooks. Taylor Swift's brother <laughs> we're gonna because I love how Taylor Swift does uh, that like she's really good at like talking about past relationships things she's experienced and just kind of discussing it in such a healthy way and I think that can be therapeutic for people who don't like to journal like sometimes using music for sure so we're gonna call you Brooke Swift.
1: <laughs> I mean I just decided that uh part of my thing as an artist is I know the artists I've always connected to the most are the ones that I feel like tell me as an audience member a little bit too much about their lives. And uh, I just decided that's going to be my M.O. I don't mind oversharing with my audience. I don't really care how much people know about my life. I'll I'll share it all, all they want. And I think if you get an intimate look into somebody else's life and you get to hear them express that through music, it helps you reflect on your own and it helps you feel less alone in the world. And I, I think that's one of the most powerful things about being a songwriter. So I'm all about oversharing.
0: Well, we're all about over-listening. I love it. <laughs> Brooks, you, you really do an amazing job of of sharing. And I think that makes you authentic because there are many artists, as you mentioned, who sometimes may have ghostwriters or people who create music and they're just pretty much the voice of just sharing it, but they really haven't given much of themselves into it. So we're so glad that you're able to do it. And I can't wait to hear this one. So if you're ready, we would love to hear Happy Too."
1: Yes, sir.
2: It was nasty, you were wrong Going down, we said it all All the hurtful things we could not then I left A few months down the line Met you out for closer time Asked how you been, God knows I've been a wreck Well, I've been stuck on yesterday Expecting you to feel the same But you're happy it hit me like a drum That you don't need my love to be Happy it's Doing better now That you're doing without me And I know I broke your heart I broke my own heart too Still you like this is only one thing left to do. Yeah, I think it's time for me to be happy too. You forgave and you forgot all of the stupid things I thought you would hate me for for the rest of my life. You found love and you found Jesus And I'm starting to believe you When you say the past, the past It's all right You can laugh at all the fights We had Just it off We used to hurt so bad Cause you're happy And it hit me like a drum That don't need my love to be you're happy You're doing better now Oh, I broke your heart. I broke my own heart too. Seeing you like this is only one thing left to do. Yeah, I think it's time for me to be happy too. Yeah, I can learn a thing or from you. Cause you're. Like this There's only one thing left to do Yeah, I think it's time to be happy too I want to be happy too I want
0: to be happy like Wow, that's great, Brooks. I like that one. Thank you, man. I got a fun concept. If you ever decide to make a music video of this one, I thought of something that might be really cool that you could yeah. do. All right. So I was Light thinking, only. like, you could have your, yourself, or if you want to have someone who plays you um, in this video, and it's you and the young lady walking, like, on a beach. And so both of you guys are kind of walking, going near the water. Yeah. And you're holding hands and then at a certain point, you are release hands and go in two separate directions where the footprints are kind of there. And then it can kind of pan away into like Mm -hmm. a younger version of yourself, kind of playing in a sandbox kind of thing. Something fun, just being happy and exuberant. And then her just kind of maybe being off to the side, looking at you from a distance, you know, as a kid. And then as you kind of use maybe someone else like in middle school maybe her being happy having a good time and you being maybe feeling like left out or at the table by yourself and then just kind of growing into like high school or both y'all like being at a dance and and dancing with other people and then her maybe getting married and you kind of being like a groomsman or something and then later on meeting someone and like dancing who catches you know, the flowers, and then, like, that's your forever happiness. That's what just came to my mind when you were singing. I did. You
1: thought of all of that while I was
0: playing? <laughs> my brain is that's always my- working, Brooks. <laughs> that's
1: a whole movie you came up with in two and a half minutes.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that might be really cool, like, a concept of that, because I'm a visual person, and so as I was listening to the lyrics, I was like, man, that might be a really cool concept of just – Showing you can find happiness even in celebrating hers, that that special person might be right there with you and you don't even know they're right in front of you. Mm, Yep. You never do, man. Life is full of surprises. That's one thing I'm learning. That's true. Speaking of surprises, this is a special song that Brooks is going to be performing next. This is actually my favorite song that he's done which is called Seventeen. So I want you to kind of tell us about the concept of that music video, which I really thought was one of my favorites, of Mm -hmm. course. And then tell us like what went into the writing of this song.
1: Yeah, I mean, Seventeen is about uh, who I really think was my first love, looking back on my life. Uh, I don't think I ever thought she was my first love when I knew her in high school. But when I reflected on my life, now that I'm a little older, I realized she was really the first girl I I was really innocently in love with. And um, it, she was a good friend of mine and we never dated, but we always got so close throughout our high school years and all these formative experiences, you know, e- even to this day, I, I saw a silver Mustang today that looked exactly like the one she used to drive. And I remember driving around in a silver Mustang with her and she would drive around with me in my first car, my Nissan Rogue, and we would talk about life. And she was the first person that ever really got me in, in the most uh, just genuine way. And although we never dated, we've always stayed in touch and we've always been close. And I did some things to her back in high school, even when we were close friends, where I was just, you know, nonchalant with her feelings and it didn't really show her the respect or the uh, the dignity or the honesty that she deserved because I was a stupid 17-year-old kid that didn't know what he was doing with another girl's feelings. And I remember one day laying down in my new house that I had moved into at the time about three years ago. and. She was on my mind and I called her up and we chatted and we caught up for a little bit and I confessed some of the things that I'd felt bad about after all these years. And she started laughing and she was like, we were 17. And uh, I was like, you're right. We were. And I, I sat with that feeling and thought, man, it's I've been beating myself up and probably getting in the way of my ability to be in love for years, because I've been thinking I'm still this 17 year old kid that didn't know how to take care of a girl's feelings. When the reality was I was just a 17 year old kid. <laughs> and she had all that grace for me in that moment. And I realized yet again, it came down to me having that grace for myself. And so it's a song about falling in love when you're young and doing it all wrong cause you're young. And then later on learning how to forgive yourself. And uh, you were hinting at the music video, this girl that, that I was friends with, she's actually in the music video and it's real live footage from a date we went on. when We were 17, right before we both went off to college. And um, that was special. She was really, uh, really kind in letting me use that real footage and splicing that into the story of first love and forgiveness,
0: which is what the song is all about. That is awesome. Well, yeah, I love the video. It was actually something that just reminded me of something like, it reminded me of almost like High School Musical, which was something I really loved when I was younger. And just seeing that, I was like, wow, this is like a real cool moment of just two innocent young people just getting to know each other but still being, you know, kind of nonchalant about love in general but you could tell that there was a appreciation for each other in that video. I thought it was amazing.
1: Yeah, and I think that it just came through because her and I still love each other to this day. Um in in a way that, you know, you can really only love somebody that's known you from that early on in your life. Uh, I don't think anybody else can ever really love you that way. Even though we're not together or anything and we don't even live in the same state anymore we still have this sort of bond that I don't think is ever going to go anywhere. And I think, you know, her and I would agree on that. So it's, it was just a beautiful kind of full circle thing to have her in that video and, and to sort of pay homage to that time in my life.
0: Well, if y'all ever do decide to make it work, I just want to be a part of the wedding so I can just sit there and be like, see, I, I just love this experience. Like we never know what the future holds, but if it ever goes there, I definitely want to make sure if he's even a virtual invite, I want to be able to see that moment because that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Big if that ever happens. I'll let you know. Uh, You never know. I'm always about believing and receiving. So if that's meant to happen, it will. (laughs) All right. So if you're ready, our next song is 17. Take it away for us.
2: Probably sitting by a summer our with your friends Talking about the things you didn't ever did Maybe just maybe I slip into the conversation Maybe it's maybe you feel the same frustration Cause you're not quite over it Well, I wouldn't blame you If you use four-letter words to try to explain on the universe. How you ever felt when you felt? That a boy like me wasn't it young, wasn't it dumb, wasn't it seventeen? You probably have a bottle of wine in the Sunday night. Got the TV down low and the music turned up loud. Maybe it's maybe you behind Maybe it's better I still cross your mind somehow When that old song comes around you yeah. Well I wouldn't blame you If you use four little words try to explain to me If or the universe How you ever felt the way you felt about a boy like me Wasn't it young wasn't it dumb 7c So I wouldn't blame you If you use four-letter words To try to explain to me Your friends or the universe How you ever felt The way you felt About a boy like me Wasn't it dumb? Wasn't it dumb? And I wouldn't blame you If you use four-letter words To try to explain the universe, how you ever felt the way you felt, about a boy like me, wasn't it young, wasn't it dumb, you and me, wasn't it young, wasn't it dumb, wasn't it 17, you were 17,
0: Brooks, I'm telling you, I could listen to that song all the time. That was amazing. <laughs>
1: Thank you, brother. <laughs> I'm glad you like it, man. That's one of my favorites ever, too. I'm I'm never gonna get tired of playing that one.
0: I promise you, that song could really be played like in a in an actual like motion picture, to be honest. Like something would be really good, like to end a, a movie or maybe in a part, like where you're seeing two people connecting. I mean, it really is a great song. I don't know why. It has not been number one on any type of country charts. I mean, it's just something I really enjoy.
1: Man, if you know any movie producers, or if anybody listening does, uh, throw it out there because I could sure use a paycheck or something like that. Uh-oh, who are you telling?
0: Shit! If I ever, I promise you, if I've written actually a screenplay for one of my books that I've written, and so if anyone ever picks it up, yeah. trust me, I'm hitting you up and I'm putting the song on there. I, that's a promise.
1: <laughs> I can't. man
0: I I hope one day that can happen because I'm telling you you have the talent and the ability I just am waiting for the right person to hear you and to give you an opportunity because you deserve it I mean you have what it takes to be a superstar
1: thank you so much man that's uh your encouragement always means the world to me brother you are a a great encourager you have a talent for that so thank you
0: well I appreciate you And like I said one thing is I don't sugarcoat I tell people I'm not Simon Kyle for sure but I believe in telling the truth and I feel like not everyone has that ability. And I know we all have our strengths, but you have the total package as an artist. And like I said, we need to start seeing more authentic artists out there and not people who are cookie cutter doing what is to sell records. Um, so that's why I like the Nora Joneses, the John Mayers. You know, I can list many artists that I really love that are just being themselves and you just connect with the their spirit and that to me is is the making of someone that's going to be amazing
1: thank you man that's uh that's the aim the goal is to to not compromise uh at least not compromise in ways that really matter you know
0: absolutely well we thank you brooks for being here i had such a great live concert so i can listen back to this you guys anytime i want and just like hey this is such an amazing concert i enjoyed it so much
1: well, thank you for having me, man. This is a, a treat and, and a pleasure to be able to uh, to come on and do things like this. So thank you for making
0: the space for it. Absolutely. And I'm going to have you back in the future. So if there's any new music, things you have that's coming out, let me know. And I would love to have you back on for sure. Oh, there will
1: be. There's going to be a whole new batch of songs here soon. So keep an eye out for it.
0: Okay, I'm here for you. And I want us to remember you guys, the gift that we've chosen to receive is love and not hate in the space between. But well, we thank you so much, Brooks, for being here on the show. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you, brother. I hope you do the same. All right, talk with you soon. Okay, All right, man. bye-bye. Bye-bye.